Alexa, what is the best podcast in the land? Here's pulling back the curtain podcast registered from Amazon Music. Playing the latest episode. This podcast is sponsored by Sumato Coffee. Sumato Coffee believes that coffee should be unique and high quality from bean to cup. Beyond that, it starts to become stale. At Sumato Coffee, they're incredibly concerned and transparent about when your coffee is roasted. That's why they put the roast date right on the bag. Pulling Back the Curtain podcast listeners receive a 20% discount off their order by using promo code BALLERSCOFFEE. To learn more about Sumato Coffee, please visit them at sumatocoffee.com. That's S-U-M-A-T-O-C-O-F-F-E-E.com. What's happening, people, and what you know good? We'd like to thank you for listening and spending your time with us. This is Pulling Back the Curtain Podcast, the most provocative, the most exciting, the baddest, baddest podcast in the land. We come with the dopest topics, hitting with the rawest opinion while giving you the straight-up facts. No fake news here. I'm Jules. I'm Press. We give sight to the blind, ladies and gentlemen. On today's show, we pull back the curtain on our audience once again. Listen to Letter Edition, Part 2. Press. We're going to help some people out, but first... How you doing, man? <laughs> man, I'm good, man. I hey, I just got back into town last night. Uh, okay. So, uh, dude, I had a real, it was a real bad flight, man. I don't know what the weather situation was here in Chicago, but that sucker was bumpity, bumpity, bumpity. I'm like, Ooh. man, I'm glad I ain't eat nothing before I got on this flight. Oh, so you, you you had big turbulence, huh? Oh, it was big turbulence, man. Oh, man. I, oof. I, I'm not a big flyer press, but man. When I get on that plane and when I get them, t- when turbulence is going, I'm like, oh, man. It's not a good feeling. It is not. And I just sit up there like, well, <laughs> just, just hold on. Right? Ain't nothing else you can do, really. <laughs> man, you know what, though, Prez? It's the weather has been, it's just been rainy, cold, damp. You know, I told you last week about the sub pump. I mean, it's just, (laughs) man, you know, we're just going through the seasons and it's just, we just getting that rain and windy and oof, you know, this time of the year, man. But you know, this day, hey, this that good time of the the year for them couples out there now. You know, you get get you on them little rainy days, get up on one of them little covers together. Uh oh. Uh oh. Okay. So wait a minute, nine months from now, that'll be. Yeah. Yeah, because what month was that? Because you're gonna have all them babies. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be a boom, booming of babies being born in the summertime. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Dude, that's so funny. But oh, hey, man. it's real. Man, but you know what, prayers, man, I was thinking about you. What happened? What's up? I was I was I was listening to you, and you was after the game, and you said you had to listen to your your, your Beyonce album. Yes, sir. Man, that's why I know we here. We here to help our audience, but man, I I, I just want to know, man, how you how you holding up, man? I know you. <laughs> oh my god! I'll tell you one thing, man. This bear season did, it has not gone away that I thought it was going to go. Mm-hmm. And I think you know I mentioned it on the show. I didn't think we were going to go to the playoffs, but I right, didn't see right. one at five. Right. Mm-hmm. I didn't see us now in this situation. Now we're looking at Justin Fields sideways, right? Uh-huh. I still believe in the kid, but man, he don't look like that kid that he looked like last season. Right. And it's tough to see him taking them steps back. And right now, 
even if we do get the top two picks in the draft, Jules, I ain't confident in the people that's in place that they know what to do with them draft picks. Uh, man, I you know what? It's funny you said that because I've been talking to a lot of sports sports fans up in the – Damn co-workers, co-workers at work, and we always talk about the Bears and one cat in particular who's a custodian there named Dom, man, and and everybody's saying the same thing. You know, coaching, offense, the defense has been been showing life and improvement, but offense and head coaching, it, people are like looking like you know what it might it needs some be, be some changes there. So I don't know what I. I think we have the the pieces. It's just getting them for, to believe in themselves and and the coaches to call the right right plays, let kind of Justin do his thing and you know see if we can kind of savage this this season. I mean it's 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 rough, right? It's it's real rough. It's real rough. But to have some life to go into next season, you know we get you know we get time to do some things and but I, I think. Coaching probably have there had to be some shakeups and some changes. Oh yeah, that whole staff gotta go. Yeah, whole staff gotta go. Um, the one thing, and I had just put out a recent article about it. Justin Fields' injury it opens oh. up an opportunity for the number two guy. Right, and I know a lot of people. You know how everybody gets the backup quarterback. Everybody falls in love with him. Dub he calls his motherfucker cool hand Luke. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, I heard shit. that, dude. I heard it. <laughs> Bro, uh-huh. stop it. You know, like, stop it. That he needs to retire that fucking nickname. When you are that bad at your job, you don't deserve a nickname. Nah, no. Nah. <laughs> nah, nothing cool about that, man. There ain't nothing one. cool about that shit. And, uh. and, and, and Perez, I'm 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 gonna go out and say this. Cause we was watching uh I, I told you we was over at the house because my father's birthday, and then it yep. so happened the, the Bears play Thursday night with, with the commanders. I'ma say this. They didn't really do they didn't do really anything the second half. No, it was all in the first half. So if Washington could have, like, if they would, like, tighten up, I mean, they was making a run. You know, just, you know, just, you know, my man. Real will see that, Jules. Real will see that. (laughs) You know, my man, he he overplayed the ball and tried to get, you know, I understand what he's trying to do. He's being aggressive, but it cost him. And DJ took it to the house. That's right. That's right. That was the only thing they did in that second half was that play right there. Right. When When it comes to this Bears team, man, I just... I feel like for Bears fans, we get ourselves all like hyped up in the offseason. Now this offseason, Aaron Rodgers goes to the Jets, mm-hmm. and we over here thinking, oh man, we got our shot now. We, we the, the Packers don't have a good quarterback finally mm-hmm. after all these years. But we gotta look at our own situation sometimes. So we gotta stop looking at other teams and let's focus in-house. And if we really were paying a, a really big attention to what was going on internally, we would have known that, like, this shit here that's going on right now ain't a surprise. Mm-hmm. So all offseason, I'm covering practices at Alice Hall, and I'm seeing Justin Fields struggle one day, look good another day. And I'm like, but he was doing that against the Bears' defense. Right, and I don't right. think enough of us were paying attention to the fact that, okay, he had a good day. But he did that against the Bears defense. Against the Bears defense, yeah. He struggled with his one practice. And everybody's like, oh, it's just one practice he struggled in. But he struggled against the Bears defense. Mm-hmm. Right? We see them go out there in those preseason games. They're not giving this kid reps. 
I understand you guys try to guard against injury, but guess what? This is the fucking NFL. The only way you'll get better is by having reps. This team is not the type of team that you should be putting people on bubble wrap. They did this to themselves. Yeah. Yeah. So, and like I said, man, I appreciate all the support from people that listen to that show. <laughs> and I didn't want to be on there ranting and raving, man. So I poured up a glass of wine, Jules, as you probably you heard. And I was just chilling, man. <laughs> you did. Both you guys, you both you guys had had your libations going in. And your your Beyonce. So Oh yeah, man. Yeah, they ain't gonna break my soul. Mm-mm. Listen, I listened to that right before we got on that pod. I was like, let me remember who I am. Beyonce hit me. Uh, I was good. I was good. Hey, hey, so if I can ask you something, Press, what what we get what we looking like uh Sunday? Against the Raiders? Yeah. So I haven't given my official prediction on the show yet, but okay, I'll right, give right. an exclusive here and pull them back to curtain. Oh, okay. I got the Bears winning. I got the Bears winning twenty three to seventeen against the Raiders on Sunday. Okay, because we they both backups. Because Jimmy yeah. G is out. He's out, but he guess what? Even when he's playing, he's out. Tail. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this is gonna be a good ass show today, boy. <laughs> I'm already hot. <laughs> okay, I can see that. I can see that. What up, man? What up, man? We at home too, ain't we? Yeah, we at home. You know, I'll, I'll, listen. I'll be in the building, um, and so it'll be it'll be a good time, man. It'll be a good. Oh, time. you know what? Hey, hey, we there. We winning there. You in the house, or we winning? Hey, they better, man. Shoot, I'll be there as a fan. I'm not even covering that game. Okay, cool. you know what, Juice? We so we only get credential for like four games for the Bears, you know, because it's like one of those things where it's just, you know, you got to prove your worth, right? And so, okay. don't get a credential for that one. But you know, I'd much rather, if I'm being honest, I'd much rather be in a Bears game as a fan than covered in the press box. It's so stuffy up there, man. And uh, I'd rather just get loose with the people's man. You know, what I'm saying I get a couple pops in me, enjoy myself. Okay, I'd much rather it on that side. Yeah, did you talking with the mixing up with the fans and they giving their opinions and yeah. they, their emotions and frustrations and happiness and yeah, yeah, excitement. So yeah, yeah, I understand why. Unless it's one of these idiots. I don't know if you saw that that fight that happened at the Bears game. Fools out there fighting outside the concession stand. And you know what? That's another thing I was going to talk about before we get into these listener letters. Okay, fan behavior, bro, is at all time like just high. Why is everybody so fucking heated at these games? You don't spend all this money to go to this fucking football game and you worried about what somebody got to say? Man, I wish I would. It's so, your prayers, it's so packed and tight. I don't have to, I don't even have time to, you know, I'm there to get my, to use the bathroom or get something to eat or drink and get to my seat. I don't even know why, even, like you said, press, just, I think it's just a, this thing speak to a bigger issue where just just society in today's society it's just people are just aggressive and just not not just looking out for their fellow their fellow man and their brother or sister or whatever it's just as soon as somebody look at you wrong or somebody bump into you or somebody say something yeah you can even think somebody said something to you just people some people just ready to just pop off and it's like i Man, what is this world is come? What does this world come to? Um, you can't go I, to a I game. Still, I still blame COVID, but I, I hear what you. Yeah, doing. I mean, dude, you, I mean you. You're right. You're right because we didn't have, we didn't see this, we didn't see the the way people are acting before COVID. Yeah, 
You know, yeah. that, maybe once in a blue moon, but now it seems like you see, you see it more mm-hmm. Every in week. different locations and mm-hmm. different settings. And it's like, what? Everybody's there to have a good time. Mm-hmm. Why are we? Why are we fight? Why are we getting to fights? Why are we yeah, getting they, arrested? Why are we? You know what? What? What does it lead to? You know, like they better listen to that Beyonce man. I ain't let nobody fucking kill my spirit. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean that. That's listen. That is my motto, bro, for the rest of this year. Okay. You know, so anybody catch me out there, you want to talk some shit to me? You just gonna be talking shit to yourself because, man, I ain't going back and forth for nobody. You remember I told you the last time I was at a Bears game. And I was with somebody that was a cake. Somebody talking all this shit to me. And I'm sitting over here just like, well, I know I got backup. Now I look over to my right, my man fold. I'm like, oh, okay. I see where we at. Because I guarantee you, if I'd have been with my brother Jules, oh. hey, Robocop would have been standing there right next to me. I would have had no worries. Man, I'd have, I'd have been like, man, sit down and enjoy the game. Yeah. That's what I'd have told him. Enjoy <laughs> Right. He's- Dude, obviously it's a, it's a, it's an inside joke here. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm trying to hold it. And in audience, I'm already on one. So, <laughs> dude, so I was with a cake. <laughs> oh man, ooh we. But just the general gist that I'm getting at with that is audience. When y'all go to these games, you know people gonna be there from an opposing team. Right. That's nothing new. That's been going on for, for fucking decades. You know, you might have a couple of words here and there, like joking, but right. let's not let it get past that, right? Yeah. Let's not get physical with it. Like you said, Prez, that's the and that's the beauty part of it. Somebody's there from the uh, opposition, the, the opposing team, want to support their team. Of course, they, they know what they're going to do when they wear. That's like us. If we go visit uh, L.A. or, or Oak, uh, uh, not Oakland, where they at? Las Vegas and stuff like you know, but we wearing our Bears jersey. We know what we doing, but we're not going there to see we getting into no altercation, physically, no. you know, physically. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. It's just the enjoyment of the game, but you know, you rooting for your team, but you mix it up with the fans, like ah, look what my team did. We got you this and that, you know, it, it, it friendly, friendly, uh, friendly contest. I, you know, but yeah, a little friendly banner, right? Jules? Yeah, yeah. You know, because so. I told you about that time when me and Dub we went to Vegas for that Raiders game, and Raiders fans, boy, they want the smoke. When right. he was leaving the stadium, and the Bears won. It was this Raider fan that was like circling Bears fans, and he was like, "Anybody wanted, you could get it. Say one word." He said, "I'm knocking you." I mean, he was on it. I was sitting up here like, "All right, bro, you got it." Uh oh, <laughs> he said, "You got it." And he was like, "No, no, no." He said, "I want fucking with y'all. I'm talking about these other people." I'm like, "Well, I'm just letting you know, you got it." <laughs> Man, come on, bro. Well, I'll be the same way too, Prez, if I saw you. Oh, stop it, Jules. I'll be like, I'll be talking, I'll be talking, and then you come up from behind. Uh, no, nah, brother, no, nah, nah, I'm not talking about you. You my guy, man. I ain't talking about you. <laughs> he, he tried to play it off. He's like, no, nah, you got a clear back jersey on, man. He's like, no, nah, you good with me. Like, yeah. hey, you still, hey, you still wear that jersey? Or not anymore. Not, I, okay. I, put it, I put it up in the uh in a little case. Okay. You know, so I think I, I I might not have told you this, man, but I got a rule against wearing old jerseys, man. Unless it's Peyton. Okay. Or like one of the legends. Man, yes. I ain't wearing no damn old jersey. I be seeing these cats out here wearing these Jake Cutler's jerseys. I'm like, what you doing? Ugh. Yeah, exactly. Especially <laughs> like, you wear a cutler jersey. 
Hey. Let's, let me, let's let me know right there what type of cat you are. I'm definitely not talking to you. Mm. Okay. But the guy that got his ass whooped at the uh, Bears game uh-huh. on that fight that went viral on TMZ, he had on a Walter Payton jersey. And my only comment on Twitter oh. about that fight was, don't you ever wear that Walter Payton jersey again, sir. Right. You disrespect Walter Payton's memory. Walter Payton was probably, he probably in his grave was like, really? <laughs> right. He's like, do his ass whoop in my jersey? In my jersey? Uh-huh. My Justin Fields jersey wear? Come uh-huh. on, man. Mm-mm. Yeah, Justin Fields got laid his ass out. Damn. I just don't understand why people are so damn angry. That's all I'm gonna say. I, I'm with you, man. I'm I'm now granted, I, I may get I might get a little upset when I really gotta go in the line is like of course, of course. <laughs> but yes. I ain't about to fight, I ain't about to fight nobody. I think that's the thing, Jules, is that I got to that point, right? In my twenties, I ran hot. I was ready to beat everybody's ass in this world. But then I got to this point now where I'm just like, bro, it's not even that serious. I don't even care that much about stuff. I don't know, man. It just comes with maturity, man. Even when I have drinks in me, bro, I still don't be like that. I'm just like, yeah, all right. You know, it's just like it's not that deep. And most of these people that's getting into these altercations, these older cats, I'm like, what is going on in y'all lives that y'all got to be out mm-hmm. here doing all this? Listen. You must got an unhappy life at home. You taking it out on somebody else. I don't know what's going on. So let's listen to the letter. We'll help you. Right. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, you. we got you. Right. We got you. We got you. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, so before we get into these listen to the letters, we got a, a follow-up on the Miles situation. So, oh. <laughs> But Miles apparently got a little hold of the episode, and so Miles had some things to say in our, in our in our emails. Didn't appreciate his name being put on the pod. Didn't <laughs> appreciate some of the words that I had for him. So Miles has some words for me. Uh-oh. So Miles, I, I'm going to direct you uh, personally, because you know, Jules and I, we the one that's got the platform, and you the one that's fucking up. So, all right. So you want to say that we? judged you unfairly because we don't know you. Okay. We don't know your life. I don't need to know your life, Moss. Your life sounds pretty fucked up, if you ask me. First of all, in your message to us, there were so many grammatical and typos in your email. I'm just going to say it like this. I'm going to call a spade a spade. You don't seem very educated, for one. That woman has dodged a bullet by fucking taking a break from you. And you want to try to come at me and Jules? We was trying to help your lady, man. Somebody got to care about her. You sure don't. Ooh. I was, I wish I was in a position, Miles. Because you listen to the show now. I wish <laughs> I was in a position to really help your woman. Ooh. You want to talk like that? And then this Ooh. man over here gonna sit up here and talk about some. I would have said this to his face and this and that. Like talking tough over. Who talks tough over email? Mm mm. My man, Twitter fingers over here talking right. about all kinds of stuff. Talking about you wouldn't see me in St. Cloud. I'm like, bro, you live in St. Cloud, Minnesota, and you talking crazy like that? I don't even know where it's at. <laughs> it don't matter where it's at. St. Cloud? St. Cloud. Bro, you live somewhere called St. Cloud, and you talking shit to two dudes from Chicago? Yeah. Come on, man. I ain't seen things that you dream about. Well, if he's that hot about it, won't he do something? Like, only do something to better himself in, in, the, in the relationship. He's hot because we tell the truth. And I tried to look at it in a way where 
you know, it's I, I tried to help him, Prez, in a way. I tried to look at it from his his point of view. You did. You did. You know, but as we kept, you know, unpacking and, you know, and it was like, damn, you know what? <laughs> no, fuck Miles. <laughs> it's still you know? fuck Miles over here with me. Okay, how many letters you write over here? It's still fuck you, bro. But don't get, you know, get mad at yourself. Look at yourself and say, okay, what can I do better? And if that relationship, if she, go, if she leave and, you know, whatever the case may be, then maybe the next one, you know, you'll be better. That's how you look at that. So instead of getting on us, you know, talking about, you know, come see him or whatever the case may be, which he ain't going to do nothing. I'd rather you, <laughs> I'd rather you text us or email us and say, thank you. Thank you. For that's, what for, for if, if you that's what he should have done. That's what he should have done. Right. Uh -huh. Okay. I ain't need to cut you off, Jules, but I'm hot about this one. Cause how you going to come at us? We ain't write the letter to ourselves. Right. You should be mad at yourself that you love a human being feeling the way that she feels. What you should have done is you should have listened to what the hell we said and you should have called her ass up and y'all should have been working on things. But no, you get in your feelings and you, oh, let me get on my email real quick and let me sit over here and send these little idle threats to somebody. Come on, man. See, that's part of the problem. We just talked about this in open and why are people so mad? Right. See, you're an emotional guy, Miles. Your emotions lead you to making bad decisions and your emotions are going to continue to have you out here making bad decisions. And guess what? You keep it up with your emotions and you won't be here on this earth. You better stop playing around out here uh -oh. with folks, man. See, okay. me and Jules, we cool. Yeah. Don't be out here threatening folks, man. <laughs> this ain't the type of world for that. No. No, Miles. That's your damn feelings, boy. Hey, listen. Listen. That's all. That's all, Miles. That's all. That was, free, that was free game. Right. I'd have used that opportunity. I'd have been like, you know what, man? They was right. I was tripping. Mm -hmm. Can we talk? Man, that's a woman right there, man. She want to be with you. But you showing us. <laughs> when, I, when I read that, I was like, oh, I see why she wrote us that letter. <laughs> oh, Miles. And I, when I responded back, I said, I got a song for you on the show. I said, I'm uh -oh. going back and forth over the email now. Hey, I like that. I like that. Hey, Press, he gonna get it together, man. He gonna get it together. Yeah, he gonna get it together. You better leave us alone. <laughs> oh, man. Damn. He mad for two reasons. First of all, his name is Miles. Okay, yeah, it's a little soft. Yeah, you ain't Miles Davis. That's the only Miles I respect. Yeah. That man, that, hey, that man got swag. Yeah, he got swag. He you, swag ain't got, you ain't got swag, say, Cloud. <laughs> Miles St. Cloud. And then he lives in St. Cloud, Minnesota, <laughs> and talking to us like he's Tupac. Oh, man. The audacity, Jules. I'm like, I was reading this. I'm like, is this guy serious? We have never, anytime we get these letters and the guy or the female, whoever it is that we say something to, they'll respond back and they'll say, hey, you know what? I'm listening to you guys and show y'all a low key funny or, hey, that was funny or this or that. No, Miles, he, he got his feelings. Miles must be young. He's something. Oh. Mm. You know, I'm gonna look up uh St. Cloud, Minnesota, and see what is what it's like out there, what they have to say about it. Yeah, see, you know what? Why don't we do that now? Oh, okay. <laughs> but I also want to ask you a question though, too, Press. What you got? Because you brought up something. You say you can help his girl out. 
And I was wondering in what way you was talking about. You getting me in trouble. Jules an instigator. Oh, man. Oh, Miles, he's going to be hot as fish grease listening to this, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's going to be hot as fish grease. But you already don't put two or two together, Miles, if you can. I don't know oh. from your <clears throat> that email. I don't know if you probably can put two oh and two together, God. you ignorant motherfucker. Oh, my God. Oh my God. Ooh-wee. You picked the wrong two, bro. I promise you, you picked the wrong two. Ooh-wee. Now, St. Cloud, Minnesota looks nice, man. It looks like a great place. Okay. You can take your lady, you know what I'm saying, in the summertime. You can go out there in the lake, and it looks beautiful, man. It, it looked like the place that Prince took Apollonia, man, in Purple Rain. Oh, yeah, Lake Minnetonka. It looks beautiful over here. Okay. So, so Miles, why are you worried about us? Yeah, go take a dip in them waters. Right. My, my, get you some Prince swag. Yeah, man. <laughs> looks be, it looks very nice out here. I'd have loved it growing up in St. Cloud. This is nice. Oh, my God. It's real cute over here. Oh. And shout out to any of our listeners from St. Cloud, Minnesota. We we do not mean to mm. come at your beautiful city here. This is this message is pertaining to one of your citizens and one of your citizens only. He'll get it together, though. Yes. If you know what's good for him. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I hope you're... But I hope your girl's happy. That's all. I, that's all. That's all. Jules and I are concerned Ooh. about. That's a good ass show here. Oh, we come before. Mm. But Miles, hey, have a blessed day. Mm. So, all right, man. Let's kick it off, man. So, the, we got a lot of listening letters to get Ooh. through, and we got more heat coming. Okay, so Jules, the first one, from Jasmine. Mm, Jasmine. <laughs> so, Jasmine says she's been happily married for seventeen years. She said they got three beautiful children. She said we laugh and we love a lot. She said for the last 10 years, she said she's been trying to keep a brave face when it comes to dealing with her mother-in-law. She said her mother-in-law makes fun of her looks and also the looks of her own mother. Damn. She said she does it often. She said she puts me down in front of my husband and the kids. Most of the times it leaves me embarrassed, appalled, angry, sad, all at the same time. She said, my husband has told me he talks to her about this, but nothing has changed. She said, it's reached a point that she can no longer be around the mother at dinners and any sort of family functions. She said, I've remained kind to her. I recently told my husband I would begin to speak to her the same way she speaks to me. If he doesn't do something about this, please help. Oh, well, you know, this one, the easy one, Prez. And Jasmine, just don't, you know, you don't even go around. Don't need to come around family functions or, or wherever the case may be. Because now you, you starting to, you, you tired and you're going to be like, you and your mother-in-law are going to be like the, 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 the two that was out there fighting at uh, Soldier Field the other day. <laughs> and we don't want that. We don't want, we don't want that. We don't want that. We don't want no domestic uh, situations going on. So the best thing, I what I tell a lot of people, Hey, if that person don't want to change, okay, I can just, I can, you, it'll be easier for you to remove yourself from that situation. Okay. All right. Since I'm this and that, and my, you know, my mother is this and that, you know what? All right. The hell with you. And then since your son talked to you, but it ain't change. Okay. I, 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 I won't come around then. How about that? Me and your grandkids, we ain't going to come around. That's what I would do. 
That's what I would tell her. This is a tough one, Jules, because you know me. <laughs> you, okay. Uh -huh. and, you know my, and you know I don't have chill. So this is what I would say. I feel like it's messed up that she's got to skip out on family functions and genders and stuff because her mother-in-law can't give her the respect that she deserves as not only his wife, but the mother of the children, her grandchildren. And then the mother-in-law stoops as low as they did take shots against the woman's mother. That's messed up. So I kind of feel like in this situation, again, it's probably going to be another mouth situation because the guy's probably going to be mad. Uh -oh. Okay. But he needs to man up. See, Jules, I don't know about you, but I love my mother and I go to the depths of, of hell for her. Yes. But yes. you got to respect my lady. If this is somebody that I say I'm elevating and I'm putting this person up and saying, this is my queen. Well, damn it, you nor anybody else is going to disrespect my queen. Mm -hmm. So I'll be damned if my woman has got to sit over here and be uncomfortable and be feeling sad and, and skipping out on things because my mother is being an asshole. So your husband needs to be the one that's doing the talking. Because you know what? It puts her in a tough situation because now if she starts coming back at the mother-in-law, right, then it makes her look bad. Mm -hmm. Then the kids are looking at her like, right. oh, oh, damn, you talking to grandma like that? Mm -hmm. But then you got to think about the conditioning of how grandma is low-key making these kids not respect the mother because of how she's talking to, to, the, to the mother in front of the kids. And see, that's my whole thing when I think of these situations is sometimes these grandparents... They overstep. Sometimes they forget you a grandparent. You ain't the parent. So she needs to kind of pump her brakes a little bit. Because this is another thing we always talk about. Oh, it starts at home. Yeah, it does start at home. But there needs to be tears in this household. And mom and dad are above grandma and granddad. It's what mom and dad says goes. Mm -hmm. I just feel like this brother needs to go ahead, Jules. Have a real conversation with his mother. Right. Not one of them, you know how guys be with their moms. Oh, mom, <laughs> stop it or you know, right. cut it it's... out, knock it out. No, uh -huh. this needs to be a real conversation. Yeah, I, I, I definitely agree with you, Press. The, you know, he had to go back there and really put foot down and say, you know, a mom, she that's it. That's it. It's it's sad that he has to do that, you know what I'm saying? Since, you know, they've been married for over uh for 17 years and three kids. I mean, so she, it's not like she just got there. You know what I'm saying? So, but it's it's, it's messed up because, you know, you, you got the mother-in-law talking to, talking to his wife. And like you said, Brad, you brought a good point for us. The kids are looking at this and, you know, it's, it's, it's not good. So, yeah, most definitely the man have to sit his mom down and like, listen, I mean, if you can't say nothing nice, don't say nothing at all, pretty much. But, you know, but it won't be, you know, you're going to keep disrespecting. That's one thing. Um, so, that's messed up, man. Uh, I, I, I I hope that, she, I hope the, the mother-in-law gets her act together because she had she has a loving, you know, a loving family. She has a big family. She had three grandchildren, three grandchildren from that side. I don't know if she has other siblings and you know other grandchildren, but at least she has, you know, a daughter-in-law and three 
own grandchildren and why why break that up and why you know be missing out of out of their lives and stuff like that over some over some petty stuff i mean you know knock it off you you you, you too old for that you know so and you know what it is all it is she's jealous you know sometimes yeah that's sometimes these damn moms need to let their son go yeah i remember i remember mom she she had a little talk and I remember she said that Sometimes it's hard. She said sometimes it's hard for her, but she said, you know, some decisions that we have to make and, you know, it's probably something that uh, she would have done differently, you know, but she said, you guys are married now. You had mm -hmm. wives. So she had the, so she said uh, the hardest thing for her was to know her place, mm. you know, and she acknowledged that and, 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 and she never overstep or she gives her opinion. But she don't. But she said. But oh, she I said, know Mama gonna give it. Yeah. But she always say, "Hey, it's you guys' lives. You guys are married now. You know, my brothers and you know myself." And so, you know, so she said she learned to to do that. So, but she said she's always mob though. <laughs> <laughs> I respect that. <laughs> she said, "I'm always mother now." <laughs> Of course, she had to leave you with that. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Our next one comes over from Gerald. And Gerald said, my girlfriend and I have been dated for two years. Okay. And things have been rocky for a majority of the relationship. He says his girlfriend was in an emotionally and verbally abusive relationship before he and her got together. Mm -hmm. He said, this is what's caused a lot of their issues with each other. He says, anytime I try to bring things up to her that bothers him in the relationship, he says she reacts poorly to the conversation because of what she's dealt with in the past. Mm -hmm. He said, I grew up in a two-parent household where my mother made sure that everybody in the house was straight. This is what I'm accustomed to, and this is what I need in an apartment. He said, I pleaded with my girlfriend that we should go to couples therapy to learn how to better communicate with each other. She refuses and instead gets defensive and says that all relationships have problems. That, that I need to stop comparing us to my parents or relationships that I see on the internet. So my question for you, Jules and Prince, do you think I need to cut my losses? I feel like she and I have potential to be great, but there are some issues that need to be addressed ASAP. You know, Gerald, the problem is you can't do it by yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, it, the relationship takes two people to put work into it. And if she's not willing to put the work in, then it's 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 not gonna go far. She's been in an abusive relationship. So you, you acknowledge that. You giving her some some leeway, some slack because you understand she's been in a, a verbally in a um in an, an abusive relationship before him. And which kind of I guess she probably suffered a, you know some PTSD from it. But that's not you though. That's the thing. See, then that's the thing that she needs to understand. And that's where I understand mm -hmm. you guys want to go to co uh, counseling for. That's not you. You're not verbally or physically abusing this lady here. You're trying to have a relationship and potentially grow it to something else. But, okay, she brought up a thing where stop comparing their, their, your parents' relationship to y'all's. Okay, I, I, okay. That's fair. But that's fair, right? You know, but just as she asked you for that, you asked her, well, you know, that last relationship, that's not your relationship. And that's why, and that's the reason why, more of the reason why y'all need to go to, to counseling. You know, a lot of people think counseling is, 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 is a bad thing. It's not. 
There's my so wife many and I have been to counseling. associated with that yeah. and therapy. Mm-hmm. Yep. My wife and I, we've been to counseling. I mean, it's it just stronger, it probably, huh? Right. It 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 just it helps you. You have to you have a mediator. It's just a third person just to help you see things better and communicate. That's all. There's nothing bad with it. So, well, his girl, I really, but Gerald's lady, I really hope that she she reconsidered because she seemed like she got a good one who's willing to be with her. And I hope she's willing to 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 get counseling. But I know one thing. If she's not really, if she's saying, hey, all relationships have problems, which, yeah, they do. But, you know, you address the problems and you deal with it and you move on from it. You learn from it. You move on for it. So that problem is gone. You're going you're gonna to have to address it. She, the thing is, she's not addressing it. She don't want to address it. And it may be hard and stuff like that, which we understand. But that's, that's why counseling helps because it's going to help her to communicate that. Well, I really hope that she listened to this. Gerald, show, let, let her listen to this so she can, you know, so she can get some help. It's not, it's nothing wrong going to counseling. That's if she won't now, if she won't, if she won't the relationship, if she want to work on herself and get better, and and when she get better, she make the relationship better. So, so we, you know, that's 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 my, that's my take on that, Gerald. So this is a tough one, Jules, because to the point that you made, it does take two. It seems like she's brought a lot of baggage into mm-hmm. this relationship. Yes. Yes. And that's never a good thing. And it almost kind of feels like, to me personally, did she, did she start dating you too soon? Mm. Because sometimes, man, some people, like, they don't realize it when they think that they've moved on from a previous situation, but they really haven't. Mm-hmm. And that's what it feels like. If he can't even get an opinion out to her without her comparing it to what her past situation was, damn, she has not let go of her past. Right. Mm-hmm. So for me... I've always treated like past situations as a learning lesson, but I try not to let those things like jade me and like guide like the rest of my life. And that takes, you know, a little time to get to that type of point, right? And and to Jules's point, therapy helps with that sort of thing. I hope your girlfriend is is seeing some sort of therapy or some sort of counselor to kind of help her work through some of those things. I think you brought up a great idea, Gerald, to do the couples counseling because it does sound like you're trying to figure out, okay, how can I communicate better so that way I'm not triggering those type of thoughts that she had. But she's got to meet you halfway. Right. You know, so she can't be sitting here saying, oh, you're being ridiculous. All relationships have issues. Well, yeah, that's true. Mm -hmm. But what he's trying to tell you is that he wants to make sure that you guys are better than than most. Nothing wrong with that. No. Now, now, Jared, if you compare <laughs> your relationship to the relationship that your parents had, that's different, man. That's some old school shit, man. This is 2023. That shit ain't yeah. fun. Yeah. Yeah. Let that go. Um, if you're comparing it to what you see on the internet, bro, the internet ain't real. I Mm-mm. keep trying to tell people the stuff that people put out there on the internet, that is representation of who they are. That's not who they really are. Trust me. People will sit here and they'll show you all the travel that they do, all the best parts about their life. Man, they don't show you behind that door number three. You remember that shit from Let's Make a Deal I'm showing my age? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> and, we ain't, and we ain't talking about the Wayne Brady version either. No. <laughs> no. Come on. You know what I'm saying? So they get the point of that. It's like sometimes we got to focus on us, our relationship, and not be so much worried about the outside world. Because, man, when you and your situation is is going in the right way, it's us against them. Mm, Yes. So 
I think y'all just need to sit down and have a conversation. I think that she needs to work through some things, and I think that you need to be patient with her and allow her the time to be able to do so. True. True. That's a good point, for us. Good point. See, we do this, y'all. Yeah, right? <laughs> Look at the jewels that I, man. We, we, we over here saving the world, man. One listen to one at a time. Oh, man. Come on. Come on. Let's keep it good, man. Let's keep it rolling, man. All right, cool. The next one, Brenda. Ooh, and Brenda says, I live with my boyfriend and his father. <laughs> she said, I moved in last year to help them pay bills so they could keep living in the home that my boyfriend grew up in. She said, but the situation has become very unlivable for me. My boyfriend's father is rude, racist, and extremely self-centered. Now, for him, it doesn't matter that we're all struggling because he'll still go out and spend all his money on guns and sport bed naps, losing all his money on pro football games. Then he'll complain about how he's broke and has no money to help buy things for the house or pay any of the bills or help contribute. Our rent is also raised due to him and his IRS problems, and there has been a lien put against the house. Oh, this has nothing to do with me or my boyfriend. But we can't talk to him about any of this stuff without a big argument breaking up. And she said, I'm at the end of my rope here. She said, for me right now, with the way the market is, it's too expensive for me to move out. She said, do you have any advice or how I should proceed here? Yeah. She need to get out. Can I tell you what, Prince? <laughs> hey. Hey, man. Look, here's the problem. She's living with her boyfriend and her, and her boyfriend's father. She moved in. The problem, she moved in to help pay bills mm. because she want to help keep the house that her boyfriend grew up in. Yeah, all right. <laughs> then she would abort. Her boyfriend's father is not only rude, he's a racist. Mm. And, he's, and, he go, and he go out and buy guns and sport betting. At, what the? Hey, man. Brenda, this is going to be short and sweet. Brenda, you know what? Me personally, you need to go ahead and leave that. Go ahead and leave that because he raising up on the rent. The house have a lien on it. Oh, that's a sinking ship. Mm -hmm. That's a sinking ship. You might as well you might as well jump your ass in one of them uh uh save the little lifeboats, uh, get your raft or something, and <laughs> and, and pedal your way out and, and go some go in another destination while that boat is sinking, because that 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 ship is sinking and it's sinking fast. I'm sorry, Prez. I don't got nothing much on this one, but that's... Amen. <laughs> I mean, so sometimes it's like that, Jules. I I feel like for this one, Brenda, man, it sounds like you're trying to be a ride or die. Mm -hmm. But it sounds like it's getting close to dying. And like Jules said, that's a sinking ship over there. There's a theme that I'm hearing in a lot of these letters when it comes to these men. Why are these men so afraid to have tough conversations with their parents? Mm-hmm. Why do these men, to me, seem like they don't have good relationships with their parents? I think Jules and I have been fortunate, man, to have the parents that we have. Oh, yeah. I'm able to, man, talk to my mom just about anything. Mm -hmm. And I'm very, very, very fortunate for that. Jules will know me, man, since I was 13 years old. He knows the type of cat that I am. And the stuff that you guys hear on the shows is a quarter of, like, the shit that I say in real life. The, the, the thing is, is that my mom has never judged me. She's always allowed me to be the person that I am. Now, don't, don't think that mom ain't never tapped me on the shoulder now. <laughs> right, right, right. Because she will. But the point is that she's always let me be me. And I think that a lot of these parents' child situations that we're hearing about on this show, 
I don't know what's going on because this is a level of disrespect that I'm not used to. If me and my lady are living at my mom's crib, um, mom, <laughs> we're doing you a favor. This is your house. Right. You ain't going to be in here acting crazy now, spending up all your money, and now you causing issues for us. No, my credit's not going to get ruined because you want to sit over here and gamble all damn day. Mm -hmm. No, that's not going. That's not flying. So, Brenda, to Jules's point, shit, you may need to have that conversation with your man. Like, hey, listen, I'm out. If you don't, if something don't change around here, hey, you don't get a handle on him with this gambling and, and, and all this other shit, I'm out. Mm -hmm. Now, I also respect the fact that she brought up about the, the father-in-law being racist. It makes me wonder, what's up with your boyfriend? Apple don't fall far from the motherfucking tree yeah, sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Because if he's allowing his dad to say and do that type of stuff, he probably got some thoughts and feelings too. So you may want to keep that in your back pocket too. Come on, Prince. Come on now. Yeah, you right. You right. <laughs> Racist. I, 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 the things that stood out to me, Prez, racist guns and sporting bets. I'm like, what the, where the hell they live at? I'm like, what? Uh-uh. Uh, listen, when I saw racist and guns all together, he keep going and buying guns. Uh -uh. Hey, uh, somebody keep an eye on that motherfucking house. Mm -mm. What you doing no. over there? What you right. planning? What you, right. Uh-uh. Nah. Get the fuck yeah. out of there, brother. Yeah, that that's, a, hey, Press, that's what I'm saying. That ship is sinking. Put you on one of them damn life wrap, uh, little vest, jump your ass off that ship. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and if, and, if, and if your boyfriend wants to stay on that ship, goodbye. Yep. Uh -uh. That's his problem, <laughs> not yours. And I think that's the thing is Brenda's like being a sweetheart about everything, but she's making this her problem. Uh -uh, you no. put yourself in that situation. Listen, if your man wants to stay in the house that he grew up in, then maybe he should man up. I have to keep telling these men on this show, come on, men. See, this is why women don't respect us. Damn. Come on yeah. now. Yeah. Why she got to help you do something that you should be doing just because? This your house. You grew up in that house. And you get and you get two two men in the house. Two men in the house. The and problem the is one of them. And the woman don't want to keep things going. Right. That's a problem. It's a problem with today's society for some of these some of these men. I look at some of them, I'm like, no, we don't. Miles, for example. Yeah, we back on you, Miles. We, we don't handle stuff like that, man. Man, we are not emotional. We're not emotional. We don't handle things. Of course, some things we get emotional about, but we don't handle things emotionally and just just off the off the off the cuff and a knee-jerk reaction. We tend to kind of all right, we deal with it, hit us in the face. We either cry or punch a hole in the mm -hmm. wall or something. Mm -hmm. And then he'd be like, all right, okay, what to do to fix it? Yep. That's us. That's that's us. Mm -hmm. Yep. Right, wrong, or indifferent, but that's us. All right. We, I mean, we deal with it. We deal with it. Sometimes we deal with it by punching and crying, but we still deal with it. <laughs> At the same damn time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> While listening to Boys and the Men, but whatever, you know what I'm saying? Don't you judge me. Boys and Men, Boys and Men is actually, man, dude, they they are one of those groups that just, 
hands down, just one of the greatest group, you know, you know, arguably, I guess. But that group is a bad group. They it had a lot of nice cuts, man. Hell yeah, man. So underrated. To me, it's sad, man, when I see these guys selling tickets on Groupon for shows now, and then they can't even sell out a thousand seat room right now. It's like, oh, that's great. These, these guys, man, or Grammys. Right. They made end of the road. There is never <laughs> a group that made a song that fucking beautiful and iconic that should have a problem selling out a room. Dude, that 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 song video was number one on the box for I don't know how many weeks. Right? First, for first. the ones who remember for the ones who remember the box. <laughs> I those, mean, those are the glory days, man. You know, we need to support Boys of Man, man. You know, y'all go out and see Boys of Man. You know what? I'm gonna look on and see next time. I'm gonna take the wife out and see Boys of Man so I can, I can put my lighter in there and start singing. Yeah, just check group on. Okay. <laughs> they had a residency in, in Vegas, and I heard that that wasn't selling out, and that ended. And I'm just like, man, that's crazy. That's, it's so disrespectful, man. Them dudes are legends. Oh man, yeah. Yeah, as, I, yeah. as, as, as I digress here. Mm-hmm. All right. So our next letter comes over from Sharonda. And Sharonda reached out to us and said, my son recently confided in me that his fiance is pregnant with my first grandchild. Okay. He asked me not to share this information with anyone, especially with my wife. Mm. He said he knew that she'd be upset because my son is in the process of breaking up with the fiance. I told him I would keep his confidence for a short while but that he should please tell her as soon as he could. Two weeks went by before my son finally made the announcement about the pregnancy. My wife was shocked. On the way home, she asked if I had known about it. <laughs> she said my life flashed before my eyes. I couldn't lie. So I admitted I knew. She became furious with me and said I should have prepared her with this news. A huge argument ensued, and it set us back some weeks. Was I wrong to keep my son's confidence? How would you have handled this situation? I feel like now I've caused a huge issue in my marriage, trying to be there for my son. Hmm. <clears throat> man, this is this is, this is a rough one, Press. Mm-hmm. Ooh, man. Because in one you have in one half, she her, her son confided in her some uh, confided her into in something where. He wanted to remain confidential. And she didn't want to break that. You know what I'm saying? Your word is, your word is everything. Which I get. But only, you know, you have a problem where the partner wanted. So there was a, there's, there's a, there's a problem with her relationship. Because she didn't, you know, she kept it. I don't think, here's the thing. I don't think she was wrong in keeping the son's confidence only because I'm, Perez, if you come to me and say, hey, Jules, don't tell this to anybody. Bro, I'm, I'm the, hey, I'm going to the grave with it. That's just, that's me. Mm-hmm. That's me. So I'm looking at it like how I would, I don't think she was wrong in, in keeping her son's confidence. Your word is your your word is your word. Your word is all you have. And if if she'd have went and told, and then it got out, then he looking at her. Now that's there's something where, mom, I told you, 
Now I can't talk, you know, now I can't tell you anything. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, it's tough, it's sticky, but I would hope that her partner would, can understand that. That's a tough position for her to be in, in a way. But I would have stuck to my guns and wouldn't, and, hey, you told me not to tell nobody, so I ain't going to tell anybody. I agree with you, Jules. I think that your word is your bond. And and there's things that, you know, Jules, I've shared with you and, and vice versa. And, and, and those things, they that's a vault. That ain't going mm-hmm. anywhere. Mm-hmm. And I think Sharonda, she did right by her son. But she also said, I'm putting it on you for you to communicate. And she said, you should do it ASAP. Right, right. That's all she should have done in that situation. What else was she supposed to do? Mm-hmm. Now, I can maybe somewhat get the wise viewpoint of like, oh, well, we're together. And you know how some couples are. They're like, oh, well, you do this. How come you didn't tell me, right? I get that. But some things you'll find out when <laughs> when it's time for you to find out. Mm-hmm. And in this situation, it's a sneaky situation because while they did find out that they were having their first grandchild, it's obviously a broken engagement. Right. So that's a tough situation. So the wife has to kind of have some grace and see that the son wants to be delicate with the situation because he's having a kid with someone that he's getting ready to break up with. That's not right. easy. No. no. No, shit. No. It's already not easy when it's done the right way. So. Let's <laughs> see. Oh, man. I don't think she did anything wrong, personally. No, no. I'm, I, I would have I posed the question back to well, what would you have done? Ugh. That's what I would have That's what I would have said. If your son would have came to you, say, don't tell anybody. Of course, you're probably like, oh, you know, I would have told you. Yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> that's what they always say. Right. Yeah, okay. So I, I don't know. That one was pretty straightforward. Yeah. So the, ne- the next one comes over from Veronica. Veronica said, after 17 years of marriage, my hubby and I have decided to separate. She said he met someone else and fell head over heels for her. But now he's back. But life with him is so different, though. He literally shows me no affection, no caring, never a passion to kiss. She said our relationship is not the way it used to be. She said there's no talking with him, and he calls me all sorts of names now, something that he never did before. He tells me that he loves me, but he doesn't demonstrate it. When he comes to bed, he sleeps at the edge of the bed with no cuddling and definitely no sex. What is a woman supposed to do here? I truly love him, but he has changed so much from the man that I knew. Uh Uh-huh. Just like I told Brenda, you better jump off that boat. (laughs) (laughs) Veronica, you don't even need to ask this. She already know what she need to do. First of all, she was with this dude 17 years. Let's break it down. She was with this guy for 17 years, and he didn't went to somebody else. Mm-hmm. Feel hell over his. I guess it wasn't that good because he's back. You know what I'm saying? I guess it wasn't that good, right? Because mm-hmm. he back. Mm-hmm. But now he back. Now he now he's different. No affectionate. No care. He's back because he ain't got nothing else. Ooh, you spend. You know what I'm saying? He ain't got nothing else. He a bum. Mm. You ain't got to deal with this dude. You know, bedtime, he at the edge of the bed. No sex, no kiss, no touching, no nothing. Man, get the hell out of here. Tell this dude to kick rocks. You, she shouldn't. You know what, Brock? I'm mad because you accept this dude back. And he's sleeping at the edge of the bed like the dog and shit. Come on, man. Right. What you doing? You know what it is, Jules? 
He mad because whoever that was that he fell head over heels with must have broke up with his ass, and he came running back to Veronica. Right, because I was with her. (laughs) 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 He's like, I ain't having none of that. Oh, man. (laughs) You a fool. (laughs) No, my my bad, Prince. No, that was hilarious. But my point is, though, is, man, that was one of those situations where he got his little heart broke because he thought he came up. Whoever this woman was that he left you was probably younger, right? She probably milked him, took some money from him. Mm-hmm. Now he's salty. Now he's back. He, he's salty. Now he's coming back to you, calling you names. He ain't calling you names. He's thinking that shit about the girl that broke up with him. Right. That Damn, yeah, that's a good heart. point. Good point, yeah. She just she just, she just, in the whirlwind right now. Oh, yeah. You the object of his frustration. Right. He, he mad at you. But the problem is, okay, so now you took this man back. And he's not offering you anything. Mm-mm. My thing is, 17 years of marriage and y'all separated, what was the reason behind the separation? In those yeah. 17 years yeah. of marriage, were you getting things that you needed then? Mm-hmm. I think those are the questions that you should probably be pondering amongst yourself. But what I'm hearing from you, talking about he coming to the bed, sleeping at the edge of the bed, he's going out of his way to show that he's not into it. It's like, right. why is he there? Dude, that that's that that dude, Press, that's the that's the question right there. That's the question. What happened with them 17 years? Okay, you left, but you know, you set them back. I know we know why you set them back. You love them. I mean, mm-hmm. you invested in them. You had 17 years, you love the man. Probably have kids or whatever the case may be, you know. You love them. I, you know, love, love make you do all types of things. You know, I get it, I understand that. But now he coming back talking about he changed. No. Actions speak louder than words. People, actions speak louder than words. I can say anything, but my actions show something different than like, no, nah, you don't really mean it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So if he come up there and show you no, listen, this brother here got it good. Cause look, if I'm 17 years with my wife, I leave and she takes me back and I'm not going to be affectionate, apologetic. And, and, and are you talking about something different? If I'm not, a, if I'm not a good, if if I'm not a great towards her, cause she accepted me, you know, all my indiscretions and all that mm-hmm. stuff, and I don't show that, you ain't nothing but a, you worse than a damn dog. That's why you so, sleeping at the head of the bed, right? You worse than an animal. Like that's you know that's why when I you, you read this I'm like she, you don't need no advice <laughs> tell that tell that <laughs> bum to go someplace else <laughs> kick rocks sir right <laughs> because a person gonna show you they truly uh, they truly sorry they truly upset you know you know man we press we we, we do some of the stupidest things I'm telling you I tell you and sometimes I when I'm doing it I'm like why am I doing this right now right but I keep doing it. Wait, wait, wait. While I'm in the midst of doing it, what you <laughs> yeah, right. No, it's wrong. You sit up there, man. Why am I doing this? Okay, just a little bit, a little bit, just a little bit longer. <laughs> but you, you, you know, you, you knew what you had. You left. You know what you had, but you come back and. But the other, but the other stuff you had didn't, didn't cloud your mind. Now you 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 you're, you're, you're torn. You're not thinking straight. 
You think about the other booty, the other, you know, the other excitement. Mm. So now you, 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 you disrespecting the late your wife you have now. Mm-hmm. Your mind is cloudy. You're like, bro, you, she took you back, man. Man, you, you need to do whatever you can to, <laughs> you got to change that. Whatever you got to do, shock yourself, to, to, to throw yourself in front of a car, whatever you got to do, get your mind back into it, man, because, bro, she didn't have to take you back. And now she took you back and you treating her like this? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Bro, you need to get right. Uh, tighten up. If you ain't going to tighten up, then leave it. Then let, let someone else have her. And you know what, Juice? You brought up a really good point about if a woman gives you that second chance, right, and for you to come back, then I think with that second chance, man, you need to be showing her, hey, you know what? The first time, the first opportunity I had, I did mm-hmm. not do what I needed to do. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be a better version of myself for you this time. You know, right? I'm going to be the man that you thought I would be. But if he's not doing that type of shit, then, man, what's his point? Right. So, Jules, I mean, you hit that out of the park. He should have came correct. He has not come correct because he's still thinking about somebody else. He's still mm-hmm. upset. Mm-hmm. Hey, man, he thought he got something good over there. Mm-hmm. Thought he came up. She turned around to mess around on him. Pro- probably. You know what she is? She, the money ran out. Right. So she, she ran it up on him. She saw his old ass. Like, oh no, I'm running up on him. Yeah, I got me one. I'm yeah, gonna take him all he got. He probably was taking on all these. And I'm not saying this for you to be upset, but I'm saying he probably was doing all kinds of stuff for her, trips right. and stuff like that, right. and everything was sweet until that money ran out. Mm-hmm. Damn, Dang. why she ain't returning my calls? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. She found her another victim. Yeah, right. Man, <laughs> <laughs> she realized him, man. Hey, listen, men and women, y'all need to wake up, man. The game is rigged now. You ain't kidding, man. When you find you a real one, you better hold on to him for with dear life. Because I keep trying to tell people, you don't want to end up out here in this dating world, man. You can't trust these people out here. These folks out here nowadays, man, they playing for keeps. They don't give a fuck about you and yours. Man, Prez, you you hit that right on the head. I have a buddy, man, Ronnie. Ronnie, you know, he on these date naps, right? He he swipes up, and then he went out with this one girl. And he he told me, I asked him, I said, you know, next time I saw him, I said, hey, how'd it go? He said, yeah, she got a free meal out of me. <laughs> I was like, damn. Yeah. He said, yeah, but, you know, we went out to a restaurant, we ate and stuff, and haven't talked to her since. Mm-hmm. For that's for her, that's all it was. And I've I've had female friends even admit that to me, Jules, where they're just like, hey, it's in between pay periods. So, you know, I've got two or three dates this week, and hey, they're gonna take me out to dinner. The girls gotta eat. Wow. And I, I'm not gonna say on this show what I've said to them, but okay. I don't think that type of behavior is acceptable. I also don't think that men should be out here expecting just because you uh buy a woman a meal that you can fuck. That is true. So it is it's levels to this whole thing. But I will say you should have genuine interest in the person, right? Or you uh-huh. shouldn't be going out with them. That's right. the way I look at it. Right. And if you if you're there, I mean, because I think the game is different than we we was out there prayers. Oh, I mean, come on, I mean come you, on. you ain't gotta put no type of work in it. No type of work. You can be a bum. I mean, these guys you remember, oh, we, we remember that times where 
you have to be your your your, your fit had to be right. You know, uh-huh. your cut or whatever, your 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 mouthpiece. You have to have a you have to have a mouthpiece. You gotta know how to talk to him. But like you said, you have to be your clothes, you you have to be dressed right. Right. You Man, know now these days, these guys I be seeing, I'm like, what you wearing on this date with this woman, bro? Man. Look at you. Your shirt ain't even fucking ironed. Right. And you expect that she gonna get you some. She, she should buy you an iron. Deal. I <laughs> deal. I uh Sometime at the at, at at the gas station, I see the guy sitting in the car and the woman's pumping the gas. Bro, that is my biggest pet peeve. I hate when I be seeing that I shit. I looked at that like, what no? What what happened? What are you doing? Mm-hmm. What are you doing? That's a no-no. I still pump my damn mom's gas. Right. It right exactly. Come on now. Exactly. From the time that I was old enough to be allowed to go do that, I've always done that. Like, that's just one of those things. It's like, we got away from a lot of the stuff and a lot of the behavior from men nowadays. Yeah, I'm talking to the men right now. Mm-hmm. A lot of the things that, men we used to do, we got away from. And it's unfortunate. I don't know why we got away from that stuff. But, Jules, you made a really good point, man. We was coming up, man. It was all about doing things the right way. Making a good first impression. Right, right. Putting that... Putting that piece of gum or that or that spray where you know you spray that spray that that, oh, that breath yeah. spray in your mouth. Yeah, the little binaca. Yeah, the binaca, right? Binaca all day. Yes, man. You know what I'm saying? Get that sometimes walk if I really on. Like it, sometimes if I really like it, I gave her two real quick. Okay. Uh oh. <laughs> and you spray some underneath your armpit. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but but I'm those was like, a... no, but you know I had the cool water under the armpits. Back oh, the cool. Oh man, come on, cool. I mean, you know what? Hell, I was, I was wear some cool water today. Man, it, it smell good. It do smell good. It do smell good. Man. I mean, that those are the things that you, you the build up to, to, to talk to the female. Mm-hmm. That's just the meet up with. Right. Now you just go on the app and swipe and swipe. Yeah, man. See, that's the thing. That's why I feel like online dating has ruined the game. Dude, remember when we would go to the mall? We didn't go there to shop. No. Well, we went there to be social. Uh-huh. Holler some girls and maybe get a slice of pizza when we were done. Right. Right. But we just go to hang out. We go to hang out. I don't and think these kids go to malls no more, do they? No, you know, I went to I went to Ford City and it's a desert, dude. Yeah, that mall's dead. And that was our that was one of our hangouts. That was one of our spots, man. Evergreen before they, you know, re reconstructed and Evergreen, uh, Evergreen, we used to go to the show and that, yeah, and they had a bowling alley there, and an arcade room and stuff like that too. Those times you ain't getting no time back, man. Oh man, you know, listen, we used to go to Forest City, go over there to the tilt. It'd be number yep. girls up in there. No. You remember the tilt? Yeah, I mean. Ooh, listen, our, our Chicago peeps over they probably loving this segment right now. But dude, those were the times, man. And even if you get even if you get rejected, okay, so what? And you learn something. Yeah, you bounce that shit off and you go right. out with the next one. Right. And dude, no. I remember those would be the good times. You, me, goat, you know what I'm saying? Novak. Oh, yeah. Oh, Jason. Yeah, yeah the goat, man. That- Cooley. Now the goat never got shot down. Now the no. goat was goat was the one you 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 look at for for, he, for tips he, and stuff. You, he was bona fide. He was bona fide. Right. 
the goat was just <laughs> you talking about automatic. That's oh yeah, oh yeah. That's that's him, man. That's it's <laughs> that light skin shit, man. He had good hair. What what you expect? Yeah, he was what he was. He, he was that what he had Puerto, he was, Puerto Rican too. He was yeah, he was Puerto Rican and black, man. He, Puerto Rican yeah. black, man. That's, we ain't had no chance. No, no. Come on, man. Nah. Uh-uh. You know. <laughs> no. Nah. But you know, we we you know say we held on, Jules. Like, right. We held on. We still did good, but you know, according to but it's, the just, but it's levels to it. You right. Know what I'm and the goat the goat had his he had his time. The goat was so damn greedy though, he would take from Jason, and I didn't like that. I didn't like that. Yeah. Yeah. It caused some rifts between the the friend group for a while there. Yeah, there was there was actually a few there. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, there was a few now. I would have to pull up on him like, bro, come on, man. At this point, you just being greedy. And he'd be like, yeah, that was my bad. Uh-uh. Yeah, like, come on, man. I'm like, this man over here, he get rejected all the time, man. Get, get throw him a bone. Yeah, let him have one. Jeez, let him have one there. But, but to this point, though, is yeah. you talking about how things have changed in the sense that we talking about a, a friend group. We got tighter, man, because like that was our thing. And most of the time, the girls that we like dated and we was with, with it wasn't because of no damn app. And I mean, we was around during the AOL Instant Messenger and all that stuff. And I know right. we used to play around with that, but that wasn't how we was being no females. We was being no face to face. Face to face, dude. Face to face. Those were epic moments, man. All right, played a football game. Now I'm going around. I'm like, yeah, what was that one girl I saw when I was out here on the field? Oh, yeah, there she is. Mm. Boom. Mm. I had scored, and one of the cheerleaders was like, you suck. Mm. Mm-hmm. And so I looked for her after that damn football game. I was like, you still think I suck? And she was like, I'll just say that if I can get your attention. I was like, I figured so. I was like, hey, go ahead and put that number down real quick. Uh-oh. Oh man! See, that's the kind of stuff that we was all. Yeah, yeah that wasn't no swiping. That wasn't no swiping. No, and I did swoop in, but that's different. There you go. There you go. But I'm saying, man, we—it's not that type of game now. I see cats now, <laughs> like me and Dub. We were out a couple weeks ago, and we was watching. There was a group of guys that was out, and it was a group of women out. But they was on one side of the bar. And the girls on the other side of the bar. And I was telling them, I was like, man, remember when we was younger? Those two groups would have merged. We would have all been hanging out. Right, right. But it ain't like that nowadays. It's probably because guys be on creepy shit nowadays. So women are like, nah, I'd much rather hang out with my girlfriends. And I think also because of these apps, guys don't have game anymore. They don't even have a kind of conversation with women anymore. Hey, man. And next time you want to do it, hey, call me. Call me up. I wouldn't mind hanging out. Well, shoot, all right, man, say less. I just man. know sometimes you be, you be busy over there, man. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I'd definitely be doing something. But, man, with you and Dub. Okay, all right. Man, yeah, hit me up, man. All right, we're going to talk offline. We, we we got something we've been uh we've been uh trying to get planned. So Okay, we'll, we'll, cool. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about it after the show. All right, so we got one more lesson. Okay, all right. We got one more lesson. And audience, we hope you all enjoyed that 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 stroll down memory lane because you know, as we say on this show all the time, this show authentic. Man, me and Jules, we we take this thing where it goes. And so I just love talking about some of those old moments, man, because I know this dude for so long. There's so many stories we haven't even told you guys, man. We just man, we go back that deep. It's 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 crazy. I was like, even when we were talking about that, I was sitting over here smiling, just thinking about 
how much oh, fun yeah. we used to have back in the day. I mean, man. you know, life changes now, but whenever we get together, it's still fun. But man, those days, it was like every day, <laughs> it was something fucking hilarious that we man. would do. You ain't kidding. Oh dude. my god. I miss them, man. I missed it. I missed that, man. Yeah, yeah you I know. I blame the women for killing the band because that's what happens. The women, the women tear the band apart. Because you can't man. hang out with you can't hang out with your crew like you used to like that. Man. Oh, you got responsibilities now. Yeah, because they give you honey doulas and stuff. Yeah. That's, that's the thing. And it's hard to get out sometimes, too, you know, because between work and, like you said, the damn oh, yeah. dudes. Uh, yeah. Sometimes after that, you just want to just sit there on the couch and just Ain't the, ain't the, hey, hey, you, hey, hey, that's me there. Mm-hmm. Take them damn shoes off and, <laughs> hey, I'm here. You got that little groove in the couch, and it's a wrap. That's a wrap. <laughs> Both the dogs jump up on me like, all right, cool. You like life is good. <laughs> I got. I got to get the wife to give me a picture. Of you huddled up with them damn dogs, though. <laughs> <My man. laughs> oh man! All right, let's get to this last letter. Uh-oh. Nicole's probably over here. Are they gonna get to my letter? Yes, we saved the best for last. All right. So Nicole says, "My first husband was abusive, mm-hmm. and I divorced him after less than four years of marriage." She said, "We had two daughters." In 2016, I married a loving man, and my oldest daughter was my maid of honor. A year later, she married her soulmate. Her father and I and our spouses paid for the reception. Since 2017, this daughter has continually to ask us for financial support. At first, we would help, but after a terrible argument, we drew the line, and she severed the relationship. She sees us occasionally during holidays and is cordial, but she doesn't call or text for my birthday or even Mother's Day, which is very hurtful. I don't know where to turn, except to pray. I don't want to feel estranged. I miss her dearly, but I don't want to be financially taken advantage of ever again. Help, Jules Repress. Mm-hmm. Tell her what you just told us, that you miss her, but you don't want to be financially taken advantage. Listen, the thing is, when the man marries the wife, they go off, they leave their parents. Now, there are some incidents where times is tight. In the beginning of the marriage, you guys ain't really, if, if you're not set up that way, don't really have the financials are, are tight right now. I, you know, I can speak on it. So you, you, you're, you're trying to accomplish nothing. You're in your careers. You, you, you need cars. You need things. You need a place to stay. And you probably have a pet and, you know, or kids or whatever the case may be. So money is tight. And then sometimes... You have to ask your mom, your your parents or siblings or whatever. You need a little little financial help, but okay. But to continue to ask for that one time, it's fine. But continuing to ask is the problem, because then mm-hmm. it goes to show, like, hey, what are we doing over there? How we how, what are we doing as far as our money situation? Are there things that you guys doing y'all can tighten up on? You know, how's the spending? Ooh, are you problem. buying? Are you buying? buying food all the time or are you going to grocery store are you cooking you know? man you over there spitting no. so those are things how you know are you do you have credit card bills you know hey hey bro that's what i'm saying i i, I know <laughs> i know <laughs> but i i just i i just thank god and 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 blessed that i'm in a, i'm in a career where uh i'm financially stable i'm not where you at prince Oh stop! <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, I got a business now, man. I'm in debt like a motherfucker. But, but you know, those one of them things. You know, she don't want. She want to be in her daughter's life. 
rightfully so. But the daughter's throwing like, yeah, you ain't helping, so I'm trying to back. No. Sit that young lady down. Mm -hmm. Listen. I'm your mother. Go in that. I'm your mother. And you know I'll go, I'll fight a bear for you. Oh. But listen, I can keep. Y'all need to figure this out because y'all, y'all the one that's married. I, I, you can't be married. I'm footing, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm giving money too. So just you're gonna help. She go, the mother's gonna help her out far as you know how to how to how to get financial uh freedom, financial stability. If there's things, if they look at what the debt to owe ratio or whatever the case may be, they can tighten up some things where they can free some money up, where they have to ask for help. I, I get it. Things are happening. A, 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 a hot water heater breaks, busts on you, uh fridge go out. You know, I, I get it and you just you know, you're not there yet. You know, you haven't built up your savings or whatever case by I, I get it. But to keep continuing, that's that see, that's the problem. And that's what, you know, she should uh, explain to her. You know, just sit her, sit her down. Sit her down. Like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What's wrong with you? I, I would I would do something like that. Grab her, grab her first. You need to talk to the husband, but grab her. Listen, what, what's wrong with you? Come on now. You know I love you. You know I'll do anything, anything you want, I, I'll do. But, you know, it show her, like, listen, I, I, I helped you, but I can't keep helping you. I got my own things I got to do. Uh -huh. I, you know what I'm saying? I got to take care of. So I can't keep helping. But what I can do, just let me know what you guys going through. Maybe I can help in a way where y'all can save and cut some corners and stuff. And that way, this ain't this ain't just no band-aid. This is this we stopping the bleeding and we fixing, we repairing. So it won't happen again. You know what I'm saying? That's how I'm gonna help you. I'm gonna help you in a different way. So that's that's how I would come at her. Hey Jules, I think you give tremendous advice. I think the first thing is they need to cut down this wall that's up, right? Uh-huh. Right. You know, I've mentioned this on the show before. But I feel like money, man, is the root of so many issues with friendships and family. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And that is the reason why I don't love money. Because then I'll never have to worry about falling out with anybody. Damn. Shit. Okay, like, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I said that's why I don't love money. If I give it to you, I just give it to you. And I'm just like, I'm not tripping on it. Okay. Because the moment that I'm like, oh, shit, you owe me $500. Now I'm in my feelings about it. Because I know how hard I work for my money. Yes. Yes, Lord. And so for me, it's like, no, if I just give it to you, man, I'm just giving it to you. Because listen, man, this is who you are to me. I got you. You know what I'm saying? I've done that for so many people. That that don't matter to me, man. But the moment that I'm sitting over here like, oh, you want to borrow something? <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's different. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's kind of how I rock when it comes to that whole thing. So now when it's your kid, right? I imagine a lot of that is you give it to your kid because it's your kid. You want to make sure that they're straight. But at a certain point, man, that kid's got to be able to grow up and fear for themselves. Right. And it sounds like in this situation, your child is a little entitled. Well, they're still expecting people to do that type of stuff for them. And it's probably because they know that you guys would do it. Right. right. Mm -hmm. Yes. So the moment that you grip that cord, that's why I was taking personal. See, that's why you got to have these conversations in advance, right? So you guys pay for that reception. That's when I would have had the conversation right then and there. Like, hey, little Susie, hey, so proud of you. Congratulations. Hey, we all wanted to make sure that this reception was done perfectly. But hey, from here on out, <laughs> you're married now. You guys got it. Right. 
Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's that conversation. So that alleviates a lot of hurt feelings when you're honest and direct. Now, there's going to be a silver lining for this episode. It is for people to have difficult conversations. Why are we so afraid to talk to each other? Just sit at a time. Because what happens is we ignore each other. You, you try to ignore the problem and act like it's going to go away. The shit don't go away. It's still there. Mm -hmm. Yes. Right. And now the situation is magnified. Now it's magnified. Now it becomes a situation where those type of negative thoughts start to steep, seep in. But now you start to resent the person. Well, y'all could have just had a simple conversation to try to dip it in the bud. That's the way I see it. Now, Jules, there have been some situations in my life where I have had tried to have that conversation with people and then it doesn't go the way that you would hope it goes and it goes right. left. Now, mm -hmm. in that situation, fine. At least you know you tried to have that conversation. I tried. Right. Yeah. Right. I tried. Mm-hmm. But I just don't respect when people can't sit down and at least have that dialogue. You got to have that, man. I'm not one to throw people away, Jules. If, if the situation ever gets to that point, it, it it's one of those things where it, it hurts you because you're like, damn, man, I, I, I don't have just any and everybody around me. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. So... I'm the type of person like I want to do everything in my power. And if you somebody that I feel like, man, you my guy, you my my whole girl, then I want to keep it that way. <laughs> Cause I'm not the type that has thousands of people in my universe. I I keep a very small circle. And in this situation, she's talking about her child. That's tough. Yeah, and I need to make that right. Right. Yeah, and that's that's what I was like at her being a mom. You sit her down. Like, come on. Really? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's one of them things. R really? <laughs> After all, I've, I I brought you in this day. <laughs> I brought you in this world. You know, I like, come on. Just don't, don't, don't act like that. Come on, stop it. Stop <laughs> it. Stop it. <laughs> stop it. Come on. Text your mother back. Call me. You know what I'm saying? One of them things. Call me. Come on. And again, if it's something... I needed a rough or something. The car broke down. Those things, okay, because that's life stuff. Right. And those that's, things, that's, up. Those things happen. You know, Holiday, he got into his, his actually, he was at the dealership uh, today, matter of fact, because his wife's car didn't, didn't crap on him. And then he ended up, he got into an accident with the GTO. Oh, wow. Yeah, somebody slid into him. And, you know, it's not drivable. But, you know, the good thing about it, he, he, they have another car because he just recently purchased another car last year. And, um, but life stuff. Because now he he was about to pay off his wife's car. They had two more months of payment or whatever the case may be. But now you sit up, they have to pay another. And these cars, praise my God. I mean, the days of the 300 and $300 car note is gone. They don't exist anymore. <laughs> Man, they... Remember those days? Dude. And it's because I... of, damn... of these damn interest rates, bro. Yeah, yeah. And when he said he was going car, I was like, ooh. Man, my God. I said, you can't fix that car? He said, no, it's just it's just beyond repair. It just You fix it and something else go out. I said, okay, I get it. Yeah, at, at that point, it's a, it's, a, it's a money pit. Yeah. Mm. 
But I say that to say that life, stuff happy, stuff happened. It just thank God they you know him and his wife work and they're they you know they can secure you know the, they can they can purchase things. But if what if they wasn't and they had to you know contact one of their parents, mm-hmm. you know. But that's just you know once once in the blue moon. But if you continuously ask for the okay, no, we gotta do something different. But you can't get upset. She can't get upset at her mom for that. Hell no, your mom don't owe you nothing. She already had done enough for you in your life. Right. Right. <laughs> now, as the as her husband, as the man, it's time is is for him to figure that thing out. Mm. Man, yeah. this is, like I said, we keep going back to the same thing. What's up with that husband? Because me personally, right. I wouldn't even have been comfortable with them people. Right. I wouldn't even been comfortable with them people picking up the perception. Okay. Okay. Now I know parents and stuff want to help. You know, and there'll be something like small that you could do. But I don't want you having that type of thing to be able to hold over my head. That's just the way I see it. Mm. So I'm the type, I'm like, no, nah, I got that. You know, if you want to do a little something, uh, maybe throw $50 to, the, to people that's coming here. But right. yeah. high level things like paying for this, all of this, I got it. Okay. Because then you can't sit up here and try to say, well, we paid for this and... Uh, and, and, and this, I would have wanted it to been this way. Now that I took care of it, you ain't got no opinion but to sit down over there and enjoy yourself. Yeah, so, that is true. So my point is, in this situation, my woman come to me saying, oh, they're going to pay for the reception and all this other kind of stuff. I'm like, why? <laughs> mm. Did you ask them to do that? Or, you know, <laughs> like, is there another way we can have them involved where they can feel involved but then they're not looking at us like they did this. Because you got to see it. And I'm not trying to say that in your letter you tried to come out and play them. But you did say, we took care of the reception. Right. See, ain't nobody going to ever be able to have that about me. You took care of nothing. Yeah, you know what? You're right. I didn't even think about the Yeah, she did uh, say that. And and I wonder, did she threw that in her I'm daughter's sure. face too? Yeah. And not even thinking like, oh, right. that in her face. Right. It was just, she probably was just talking like, you know, uh, you know, you ask them for things, you know, we, we pay for your reception, you know what I'm saying? So it's like mm-hmm, one of them mm-hmm. type things, but this right here could be hashed out with a conversation. Yeah. I hope so. Yeah. I hope so y'all just need to sit down and talk. Y'all, your yep. mother and daughter, come on now. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, and if you need a mediator, how did dad get in the mix? There you go. But y'all need to make that right. The life is too short because y'all losing all this time, man. Think about all the memories you can be making at this time. No, don't do that. Don't do that. Nope. The older I get, man, I know, and, and Jules can tell you this, man. I I've gotten way more sentimental in these years of life than I ever was before, and I think it's because you look at the people that are no longer here, and it starts to sink in, right? Mm-hmm. At one point in life, I took things for granted because nothing got stripped away from me. Now that I've had a lot of things taken away from me, when you start to have a lot of loss, you reevaluate things and what's really important and what's not important. So my little message for people as we get out of here, man, a lot of these letters, man, we we glad that you guys write into us. We were glad that you guys want to hear our opinions, but we don't get any sort of special entertainment off of people having problems because we know in this time, man, these are some tough times, man. People are really trying to figure things out. And we really hope that everybody that writes into us that you're 
figure your thing out. And most importantly, you're happy at the end of the day. That's what matters to us. Jules, go on ahead with that curtain call, bro. Whereas this current call goes out to Keith Wallace. Keith Wallace is executive director of the Liquid Special Recreation Association. He has been instrumental in helping individuals with physical and intellectual disability while also promoting greater disability awareness in the community. Wallace has led and coached adaptive sports for more than 20 years and worked tirelessly to get individuals with disability into college and the workforce. Wallace has grown the Lincoln Way Wheelchair Basketball Program from one to five teams all of which compete in the North American Wheelchair Basketball League. He founded and the National Wheelchair Basketball Association. Keith Wallace, President I and Pulling Back the Curtain Podcast family, salute you, and we appreciate all your hard work. Hey, Jules, that was a dope-ass curtain call. Hey, we appreciate those efforts, man. It's helping out people that are that just have that dream, man. They still want to go out there. They're competitive, and they want to play sport, right? And I just I love what they're doing. Audience, check them out. As always, we appreciate your continued support of the platform. Without you, we wouldn't be. We're the Pulling Back the Curtain Podcast. Thanks for listening.